huge savings on new and previously leased furnishings. That's right, huge savings. At Court Furniture Clearance Center, choose from our wide variety of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. You'll find sofas from $199.99 and more. Everything in our 9,000 square foot showroom is Court certified, guaranteed, and in stock. Ready for delivery or to take home today. Visit our Chantilly Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off. When we talk about spiritualism and mediumship, we always talk about connection. But in the main, I feel that that connection is the end connection via yourself and spirit. What we're missing, I believe, is personal connection with self. How do we connect with ourselves before being able to connect with spirit? For me, self-connection, self-love, be love is vitally important if we're going to go to the next level which is connecting with spirit in an authentic and intimate way. One of the more successful techniques that I've used in terms of connecting is mindfulness and I was inspired by a gentleman called John Kabat-Zinn. Our guest this evening, Rachel Louise John, is an expert in mindfulness and she talks about her time with her grandmother and how spirituality, spiritualism and mediumship crosses meditation. doing I was just having fun with granny and enjoying myself but as I got older and I got more interested and my interest was peaked I started to explore for myself and um, I actually got into trouble with her one day because I'd read a lot of books and done some exploration myself and decided to do automatic writing and try and connect and then I went to her, my 14-year-old self, saying that I'd managed to get a message and she went absolutely up the wall <laughs> and told me that I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't know what I was doing with meditation and I needed to study and, you know, so she scared the bejesus out of me. But I rediscovered meditation when I moved to Brighton. I was an air hostess and it was a very stressful job. It was long, long hours and I found a centre there and I had some incredible experiences there. I've had some incredible experiences with my spirituality over time as well, but I reconnected with meditation and mindfulness there. I'm Julian Jenkins, and you're listening to That's the Spirit. Rachel Louise John is an accredited meditation and mindfulness teacher who was trained with the British School of Meditation and the Mindfulness Association based at the Cardiff Tibetan Buddhist and Mindfulness Centre. Rachel talks openly about her life and some of the major incidents and challenges she's faced to bring her to this point in her life where she helps others understand meditation and the role it plays in our lives and also through spirituality. Unfortunately, when I was 30, um, I was raped. So it's cold, no power now, I can say it out loud, but it really, really messed with my life for a good eight, nine years. And I went back to meditation then when I went to see a counsellor and she just happened to um, teach or use mindfulness-based stress reduction. And as I was having sessions with her, I realised how much I'd missed it. So I decided to go back myself. That's when I started training. I did year-long compassion, year-long um, mindfulness training. I worked with the British School of Meditation and got my practitioner's training, teacher training there. And I never stopped. And then while that was happening, while I was training with the Samuel Ling Foundation, I had some um, 
unusual experiences and I spoke to the teacher about it and I, I call them my tells now is when I know I'm connecting and I'm channeling. I was getting this kind of padding sensation in my hands and I was getting strange feelings in my body and she very matter-of-factly said oh yeah yeah we had a healer here before and that's what happened to her and they were extremely matter-of-fact about it so I again then I started to explore myself and meditation has just enhanced that gift it's enhanced everything the um I, I'm glad you, you you spoke about it in that way and, and congratulations because you know I know through your life you've had some challenges and mm. and you've come out the other side of it stronger and, and 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 wiser for it and I think you know for me when you talk about mindfulness I, I speak about it because it allows us we spoke about this earlier on. It, I think it's important for us if we want to connect with spirit, we have to connect with ourselves. Yes. Okay? And that and that and that first connection is with self, mm. and being able to use mindfulness and and that type of meditation to connect with ourselves and be with our breath is key to going forward. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. Because what we tend to do a lot in life is we disassociate from ourselves completely. We are rushing around all the time. We're forever stressed we're doing in a constant state of doing and we forget how to be we forget how to be still we forget how to be vulnerable with ourselves and we actually forget who we are a lot of the time and what mindfulness does is it allows you to reconnect it allows you to make space in your life and it and breathing is so so important not just from a calming point of view but physiologically it changes you and yes you create this huge space and you can reconnect with who you are really you you find yourself again almost we spoke about the scientific aspects of it and and you know you've just come across it a bit there with you know med meditation isn't just about creating space to allow spirit to fill and and mm. connect connect to spirit which is you know some of the functions i use it for i actually use mindfulness quite a bit i don't i gotta be honest i should use it more i should get into a daily routine when i have even if it's five ten minutes of just being with my breath or or whatever the scenario is i do a body scan every now and then um you know trying to re reconnect with myself even more but you know it, it is important mindfulness can you tell us a little bit about because we're using the word mindfulness but some people may not actually understand what that is can you tell us a little bit about mindfulness and and the, the form of meditation that that exists within that yeah well, meditation is a one-pointed focused attention and awareness on something without judgment. So you hold no judgment and you don't hold attachment. And with mindfulness, you have a support that allows you to bring yourself back to the present moment. So breath is one of the supports that you use to stop your mind from wandering. So it is definitely a discipline and a training. And you use the breath to keep you in the present moment so if your mind starts to wander. You recognize that the thought is there. You don't try and push it out. You don't try and resist it. You don't try and hold onto it and grasp it. You just say, okay, I know that thought is there. I'm going to come back to my breath. And then you train your mind, you discipline your mind to be more still. So breath is one of the first supports. And then you mentioned the body scan. So we use the body scan as a, a present moment anchor as well. That brings you back to the present moment, but it also reconnects you with your body. Because like I said, well, in my case, I completely disassociated from my body. So it allows people to reconnect with their bodies. And also, if you are stressed or anxious, you tend to breathe a lot from your chest. If you're having a panic attack, you breathe from your chest. So you take the breath deep, deep, deep down into your body. And then you start to notice different sensations in your body. And this actually helps with 
spirituality, I think, and channeling, connecting, as you start to recognize almost things that don't belong to your body, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Your own sensations no, and sensations that are being channeled. And then you can use sound as a, a support as well. But you're always bringing your mind back to that one support, so you're training it all the time. So you, you're never completely emptying it, but you are putting it into a less stressful state and you're taking yourself away from autopilot and unconscious behavior and moving into a more conscious place of being. Mindfulness is a true tool, an opportunity for us to meditate and create that space as we talked about. You've had some you know, real spiritual awakenings through your mindfulness, haven't you? There's, there's been many times when, when you can balance yourself out and you're coming from a level foundation and you can connect with your subconscious mind and you leave that autopilot conscious mind on that's always critical and judgmental and kind of takes over the brain, you can hear spirit better because your mind is in a calm, open space. So if I don't meditate, I mean, I know you do like, I do raising my energy, raising my vibration exercises, but when I'm channeling with somebody or I'm doing a session with somebody, I always come back to this calm space and I do it with them. They do the breathing with me because what they actually do then is they connect themselves. They think they can't, they go, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get anything. I'm not gonna see anything, I'm not gonna connect, but they do because they go deep into like, it's almost like a trance state where you really, really connect with the breath and you go still and you can hear and you can see, you know, all the clairs come into play then because there's an open playing field for them, you know, to communicate with you. And and that's the state that I like to get into. Um, and it was funny because last night I did a, um, a demonstration locally here and there were probably nine of the, I don't like using the word students, but nine of the people who come to my development group on a on a Monday night. And it's funny because you sat there or you stood there and thinking, I've really got to practice what I preach here. Um, and, you know, I can't go on saying that, um, and I know you use the word Claire's and I know I've said it a few times and we joke about it, but, you know, I can't go up there and be Claire vague um, and <laughs> use Claire vagueness as, as a way to deliver my mediumship. And, and I was sat there and I was thinking to myself, right, okay, let's try this power meditation that you keep teaching and talking about and this is the moment and to be fair it didn't let me down it was mm. it was truly truly amazing and and the evidence that came out was just i thought was fantastic and you know a lot of that was the ability to focus my mind that even you know when you're given a message and i was given this message to to a lady in the front and and she was a lovely lovely lady but i just felt there was a sense of closure and and her mother said um just you know to tell claire not to fold her arms and and before that i was just losing the connection and i i thought like do the power meditation again and just go back in get back to your breath ask spirit to come close set the intention and i did that in like that and the woman the, the, her mother came back in and said tell claire to unfold her arms and i said claire you've got to unfold your arms and she looked at me she did fell off a seat because you know it's like how do you know my name and it's like well i don't 
but your mother does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it was that moment to come back in, you know, it was just, yeah. it was, un it was absolutely unreal. And, and that mindfulness using mindfulness within that meditation and be, to be able to connect and create that space truly was amazing. So, you know, there definitely is a certain place for that. And, and if, how do you use mindfulness? We talk about mindfulness spiritually, which is important, mm. but, but how do you, how would you advise people to use mindfulness in their everyday life? Oh, there's so many different ways you can do it. You don't have to sit on a cushion for an hour. You can create a mindfulness practice with just a few breaths a day and lead up to five minutes or 10 minutes on wherever you can fit it in. So you can wake up in the morning and still be lying in bed and not even have moved and just start breathing from the nose very, very consciously, only through the nose in and out and take it down deep to the belly and you watch the breath. You watch it coming in through the nose. You It's, it's like having another observer there. So you sense the air and you feel the air coming in through your nose. You watch it going down the back of the throat and down into your body and into your belly. And then when you get up, you could brush your teeth mindfully. So every action that you do, when you're holding the toothbrush and then you're turning the tap on, you're listening to the water coming out of the tap, you're feeling what the tap feels like when you squeeze the toothpaste. You're looking at how it comes out. You do everything. It's, it's almost like looking at everything in minute detail, things that you wouldn't normally look at because actually brushing the teeth is something that we do on autopilot you probably use the same hand all the time you've probably got a routine when you wake up in the morning you do the same thing over and over and over so it's breaking that routine and breaking that autopilot and every time you do that you're being mindful every time you return to an action you're being mindful you can run mindfully you can swim mindfully you were talking about fishing earlier you can fish uh, you know any hobby that you've got that you really enjoy you can do mindfully coloring all sorts of things and you can do any activity mindfully walking walking the dog so long as you're paying attention to what's going on around you the detail and mindfulness is an open monitoring style as well so you use all your senses so your awake senses and if you like you use all of them sound smell touch sight you use everything and you pay attention to all detail it's um it is it is beautiful. And I remember, you know, I was I was quite fortunate. I was sent away to um to do like a crash course um in mindfulness based stress reduction. It was over a week and I did it in Alicante, which I, I spoke about earlier. Very lucky. <laughs> very lucky. Yeah, very lucky. But I say crash course, I know he crashed as well because the silence was crazy in this <laughs> little Buddhist retreat up in the hills. It was mad. Uh, I'd gone from being like running a forty million pound company to you know my wife upgrading the room so i had a sink and uh, that was it you know that was that that was it. but it was amazing and one of the things that we did and it was and i think it's it's commonly taught is you know the putting the putting the raisin in your mouth yes. and actually you know moving the raisin around in your mouth and slowly eating the raisin and mm. and making sure that it touches all the points and all this sort of thing really yeah. and um it it was crazy how how different eating a raisin was when I was eating, yeah. eating mindfully. So, you know, doing those things are important, aren't they? Oh, my God, absolutely. And I've got a class on Tuesday night, actually, and I give them opal fruits. <laughs> because you go and mix it up a little bit, give them something different, something that really gets that saliva and that take those taste buds going because you really can't stop that. And it's odd, like, the things that people notice when they were unwrapping it and what it smelt like and then what it felt like in their mouth and then what it's like when they're chewing it. It's completely different. And what we're doing is we're heightening awareness. Every time we're being mindful, we are heightening and enhancing our awareness. And we need that when we're connecting with spirit too. Our awareness needs to be on point. 
Um, Zed is uh, Zed's from um, sort of Liverpool area, and exactly. he's got a, a very he's got a very raising interesting set of humor. He says he's raising <laughs> raising your vibrations. I wouldn't expect anything less from you, Zed. And and uh, congratulations, you win you win the joke of the week. Um, you win a new table. Sorry, you've already got one. Um, so so no, it is it is it is it is an amazing thing, mindfulness. Talk to me a little bit about your spiritual background. Tell me, you know. How how did, how did you have your first sort of spiritual feelings and 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 where you are with that and and how are you teaching and and where's your where are you on your junction of your journey? Well, we're always learning. We're always students. That's one of the things in mindfulness as well. There's, there there are pillars in mindfulness, and one of them is beginner's mind. So even in my spiritual journey, I'm still learning from everybody. Everybody I meet. Um, but where I am now is I, uh, I do spiritual development classes with people. I have my own meditation class um, where we actually we start with mindfulness. So we settle ourselves and then we do something a bit more spiritual after that. And then I also do something called um, I, I read the Akashics. So I don't know if you've heard of that. Have you heard of the Akashic Library? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you have. Yeah. Yeah, but for for your viewers, if they don't know, it's it's kind of like where your soul contract is held. Um, and if you imagine a library, we use that kind of idea because it's easy to explain. But it's like going into a library, taking out your book. You can look at your past, present and your future. So I connect with past lives. I use shamanic work as well, actually, in my work. So I connect with power animals, totem animals. I connect with, um, I look at your chakras and I align and heal the chakras as well. So there's a whole gamut of stuff going on when I do an Akashic reading. But what I get is what is most important and current for you now. And then I can see the karmic theme that's running in your life now that, you know, something that you need to pay attention to. And it helps people with their purpose. Often people come to me and they, they, they've lost themselves a little and they don't know what their purpose is in life. And they've kind of lost a bit of the joy and the motivation for life. So I help them kind of get their confidence back in their mojo. Is that a specific, you talk about, I can never say the word. It's, it's the files, it's the records. I can't, how can yeah, you say just it? I can't, call it that, it's cool. Yeah, I just I just call it the files. It's funny I can't say umbrella either. Um, but um, but <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Uh, but no, it's um, it's amazing. It's, it's and I've 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 worked with these before, and and I've had people who actually you know are really sort of specialist, um, you know, in terms of in terms of the, looking through the records and all the rest of it. Is, is there a certain way you do that? Is is there a certain uh, meditation? Is there a certain opening yeah. process? Or you know, how how do you start to do that sort of thing? I've got a process that I, I do as wrote. So I always start with the breath. The person that I'm reading for starts with the breath with me and I guide them in. And then I take them in. It's like a mini meditation, if you like. I take them on a mini meditation to get them settled and relaxed. And yeah. then I take them to the, the field, the file. And then they they have their own experience there while I write. But what I do, first of all, is with their permission, I look at their uh, seven main chakras and then I got a lot of information from just looking at those seven main chakras and it can be anything from health to relationships to money to whatever is whatever they whatever it brings up for me and then I specifically ask for a past life to be brought for me that shows me what the, the karmic theme is in this current life and it's always very healing you know accessing that past life because people always recognize it 
And what happens a lot of the time is, and this is why mindfulness is so good, you can get very specific with things. So I can, I get lives that I've never ever heard of and dates and names. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to give that to you. I have no idea what it is. And then when the person goes to look it up, that there's a real person in history that, you know, nobody's ever heard of. So it's a real, it's an excellent way to reconnect to yourself. And then I always call in my guides and my angels, obviously, when I'm working together with somebody. And I always get an energy of somebody for them. So I work with goddesses. I work with all sorts of deities. Whatever is current for them at that moment comes up. That is, um, and it, it sounds it sounds amazing, and and I'm going to book in um, and, <laughs> and, and have a reading for myself. So if anybody wants to book on, have you got a website? And we've got plenty of time, but just whatever at this Straight point, can you give out your website's being launched 11th of November, which is 11, okay. 11, 11. That's why I picked it. All right, good. And what's it? So what's your Facebook page? Could you give that out? It is Soul Being. Um, well, it's Soul Being Rachel Louise John. There we go. All right, so a, a shameless plug for everybody who's in the room and all, all is watching much. later on. Yeah, so get you on. Um, I'm really interested in 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 that side of things and and past life. I had a past life regression, which was which was truly truly amazing. Um, mm. What's your thought process on all of that? How many lives do we have? How many times do you come back? Why do you come back? It's quite a deep question, but I'm going to ask you. I can't tell you how many lives we've had, but because I think we've all had thousands. There may be brand new souls. I haven't come across, across a brand new soul yet. Um, but younger ones, yeah, for sure. But everybody that I've seen has had hundreds of thousands of different lives. But I just get given the most current and prominent one for them right now. Um, what was your second question then, sorry? So, and, and um, yeah, and, and, what's, and what's your view on it all? How do, how do you... You know, how do you see people's sole purposes and 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 what are we all working towards? What's the bigger picture? Well, I think the huge picture is about love. You talk about love a lot. When people come to me, I teach them to um, operate from a place of love and not fear. So I think our, all our purposes are love. But then as light workers, we're going to have specific jobs, if you like, to do on this plane. And you can access that with the help of past lives and connecting and channeling. My purpose is as a catalyst. I've learned that through connecting to my own past lives. So I'm the catalyst in changing other people's lives. Now, before I realized that, before I connected with my past lives, I was an unwitting catalyst. And sometimes it wasn't very pleasant. So things would happen that I had no control over, but I would be somehow smack bang in the middle of it. Now I'm consciously doing it without the strife. <laughs> but before things would just happen around me. Yeah, absolutely, Teresa. Unconditional love and forgiveness. We're all here yeah, to love, and, love each other and raise our vibration so we can ascend. I think, yeah, and, and I and it, it is beautiful. And, and and things have, you know, things have changed for me. And my mantra now is I keep saying it, and a lot of mm. people know it is be love and give love. Yeah. It's that being able to love yourself. And then love others, and and as Teresa says, you know, unconditional love and forgiveness. You know, we all we all make mistakes. We we are only human after all. Um, and you know, the ability to be able to have that empathy, and you know, we were talking uh, the other day about you know, be love and, and give love, and 
and it, somebody said to me that you know they don't like the fact that eleven themselves it, it can feel a bit arrogant and I'm 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 sort of I'm not advocating you know we all go and have two ton of Botox and everything else and and you know look something and be something we're not what I'm saying is is that you know it's just just feeling that love for yourself and trying to treat yourself better and have that you know have that pride in yourself and have that passion within yourself and all of these words that you know really just reconnect yourself i think yeah. i think it's, it's hugely important for yourself every single day we go on but also i don't think i really i'm the more and more i i see it and feel it and talk to people you know amazing people like yourself is that i don't think you can connect with spirit unless you're connected to yourself no i don't think you can either i mean there, there's acts of radical self-love isn't there and i think what I've heard in the last few years especially is like we're living in a world of duality of light and dark and good and bad and negative and positive and there's an up and a down and you know all of this but when we are kind of relearning to love ourselves if you like we should be transmuting those two energies together so the masculine and the feminine the negative and the positive because we can't have one without the other we can't always be positive we can't ignore that, that you know, the things that happen that are a little out of our control or upset our lives in some way. We, we can't be on this like fluffy pink clouds all the time. So for me, it's about transmuting those energies together and accepting that we are good and bad. And the more that we love ourselves, the more we are able to accept that shadow side. And we don't act from that place then if we're acting from a place of love and forgiveness and unconditional love and kindness, compassion as well. Yeah, you're you're right, and um, it is it is a game. It is, and it was, and still is a game changer for me um, mm -hmm. in terms of in terms of seeing the world differently. And because I, I don't know. I think we all, again, we are human doers and not human beings. And I think you know you forget about it all, don't you? Because you're so focused on. I've got to go and do this and I've got to go to bed and then I've got to get up and then I've got to go to work and then I've got to do this and then I've got to go to bed and then I've got to get up. And it, it you know, and, that, and that's, you're just into that routine and then, you know, you get angry and then you miss things. And, you know, I, I've been in a world um, for most of my life, rightly or wrongly, where, where I've been surrounded by abundance. Mm. And if I look back now on some of the things that I've done in my life, not bad things, but, you know, even things that surrounded me and, and I never appreciated it. I never really took anything in with it. It was all, it was all just cause it was always there and it's always going to be there. And, mm. and, and, you know, that side of things for me, which were, which has massively changed, you know, and, and making the most of the little things that happen around you or, you know, I couldn't even, I gotta be honest with you, I couldn't even see beauty. I didn't see beauty. I, mm. I didn't, you know, I'd walk through the park and I'd be walking through the park just to get to the other side. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what it was about. It was about, you know, I'm going on holidays to come home. Yeah. You know, it was all of those type of things, you know, it's all a bit strange and a bit weird, I know, but you know, living your life mindfully and, and doing those things really are massive game changers, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, we forget to look, we forget to appreciate, and we forget to be grateful. And mindfulness reconnects us to a lot of that. Like I, was, I mentioned the pillars earlier, and trust is one of the pillars. So it's about trusting yourself. That's another act of self-love, is trusting yourself. I've got so many clients that come for mindfulness that don't trust themselves anymore, that they doubt themselves all the time, and they question themselves, and they've lost their confidence. And that's a huge thing to not trust yourself.
but it, do you know what it's it's it is for me the most single popular i'm going to call it a speed bump mm. in spiritual and mediumship development yeah is absolutely. the lack of trust the lack of surrender the faith mm. but no belief yeah and and those things really are the things that we're consistently working on the one word that we're always using at the moment in all of the classes that i do in everything that i talk about is surrender right <laughs> just surrender mm. to the moment surrender to spirit surrender to the communication just let it all go and see what happens and i yeah. think a lot of people will be uh, extremely surprised at the level of communication and connection with self communication and connection with spirit mm, yeah absolutely where do you where do you see some of the big obstacles if you like the big hurdles that people put in in the way for creating mindfulness meditations mm, there's a few there's quite a few i think judgment top, top three judgment is a huge one yeah yeah absolutely because judgment is a very very difficult one to let go of and if you if you think about we make judgments every day but we might not recognize that we do because we even when we're making decisions what we're going to wear in the morning we make a judgment about whether we like that outfit or that outfit and then we choose one then we go and do that throughout the rest of our day as well so a, a critical mind is a judging mind and I think judgment is a really, really strong one because if you are judging people constantly, you're not exhibiting much compassion or empathy. And compassion is one of like the foundations of being mindful. So judgment can stop you from being compassionate. I constantly talk about John Kabat-Zinn and the work he did with me in particular looking at connecting with myself and breathing and, and becoming more mindful. Is there a process to helping people achieve that level of self-connect, that achieve that level of, of mindfulness? The very, very first process is to get them to breathe because mm -hmm. people don't breathe properly. They don't use that deep, deep breath that comes down to the belly. They don't activate the parasympathetic nervous system. So they're in a constant state of fight or flight, which is stressful. Stress hormones running through their bodies and they don't realize it because they've got a base level of stress now that's so high, they think it's normal. So the first thing I get them to do is connect with their breath. So they, they move into what you call then the rest and digest. And that calms the body and it moves you away from fight or flight. And then physiologically, your body's in a different place. Your heart rate slows down. Your brain goes, oh, my heart's slowing down, so I must be in a good place. No need to run away, no need to fight, no need to do anything stressful. Oh, okay then. So the brain calms down and the heart goes slower. And then it's a, a circle of goodness going around then. So yeah, the first thing is to connect to their breath. And then we do exercises called habit breakers. Move you away from automatic behavior living more consciously. The moment you start to live more consciously is the moment you start to notice the things that are negative and don't give your life anything that don't are not productive or positive things for you. You openly talk about Buddhists and your Buddhism um, experiences. Is there a sect of Buddhism that contacts spirit? There's a particular um, lineage that will 
study meditation just to become um enhanced psychic abilities and it's about opening your inner eye and opening opening the third eye and it's all about that it's about inner sight and the holy spirit of bringing that gift to you by meditating but in the lineage that i come from with mindfulness you just stick to the support so what i tend to do is about intention i think we talked about that when we were chatting today when i am mindful i am just being mindful then when i want to connect I make the intention to connect and I meditate in a, a completely different way. So mindfulness is like a tool to keep my brain disciplined and level. And then I connect with the breath. So it's, it's almost like a short um, mindfulness, if you like. But I make an intention to do something completely different. I'm always truly humbled to see the level of guests we have on That's the Spirit. And this week with Rachel, it really is a truly outstanding interview concerning mindfulness how it plays such a huge part in our lives how we can help ourselves get over some of the speed bumps in life but also how it can help us to connect with self and to connect with spirit i hope you've enjoyed the show as much as i've done this week and just remember as always be love and give love to the next time thank you for listening to that's the spirit With 25% off all new and up to 70% off previously leased furnishings, do you really need a better reason to party? We don't think so. Come visit our new Court Furniture Clearance Center with more than 9,000 square feet of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home and office. Sofas from $199.99, bedroom sets from $399.99, dining sets from $299.99, and more. Free food, prizes, and fun all weekend long at our Chantilly Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.